0: Welcome to the Hallmark Cafe. I'm Michael.
1: And I'm Diane. Come on in. Your table is ready. Tonight, I'm gonna fall in love. Tonight, I'm gonna believe in love. Tonight, I'm gonna fall in love with you.
0: Well, welcome back to the cafe.
1: We're happy to be here today. We have a great, uh, a great, uh, I don't know, subject meal on the table. We've we do, got, yeah. We got something. We got it's something. It's a feast good coming up. It's a double header feast. Um, I don't know if you could call it on the main menu and dessert, since it's kind of of a similar topic. How do we how do we differentiate this time? Well, the second one, I guess the dessert is pretty sweet.
0: Well, let's just say now some main courses and desserts do share the same ingredients. Really. Well, you know, you could have a meat pie. And an apple pie for dessert. See what I mean? <laughs> I see what you did there.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Can well, I, I, I'd rather, I got her. I got her. We're not going to eat a meat pie, but maybe if I put ice cream on it, I might like that.
0: That's uh, true. Yeah. Then it would be the same, That, that is only true. different. Yeah. yeah. So, so Anyway, that's kind of what we're going to do here today. So.
1: so the main menu today is, da-da-da-da,
0: what is it? Okay. We're going <laughs> to <laughs> talk about Big Sky River.
1: And there's no one behind it, but you can just assume that it's a one.
0: It's a one. It's a one. Yes. It's kind of, you know, I I think of this movie as almost like a pilot for a series, in you know, a way. I know, so. and
1: and we're going to talk about that, but I absolutely think that they should just make a, you know, 10 to 12 episode series out of this. Yeah, I think it would it, be it's good. Just, it lends itself perfectly to it. It and does. Who it does. wouldn't want to see these two leads on the screen every week?
0: That's right. So Big Sky River originally aired on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel on August 7th, 2022. Wow. So it was That's last t- year.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember watching it. Yeah, it was really,
0: really good. Yeah. It was uh, uh, directed by Peter Benson, the actor who is now a director, and uh, uh, also written by, the teleplay was written by J.B. White, based on a book by Linda Lale Miller. The music was composed by Graham Coleman, the cinematographer, Sean Seifert. Really great bunch of people making this movie. Produced by Front Street uh, productions and Charles Cooper see his name a lot, and when you see that name, it's usually a good movie.
1: I want to work for him. He's good, yeah. So He's really good.
0: they do a good job. So that's this movie, um, and you can take over with what this movie's about and who's in it.
1: So in Big Sky River, we've got Emmanuel Voget and she plays Tara Kendall. She's a teacher from New York City, uh, who she, she's kind of just passed a messy divorce, but maybe not like right past it because she seems. OK, still you know, recovering. Like yeah. She's still recovering. But uh, when her ex, James, who's played by Peter Benson, uh, gets serious with another woman, uh, he wants her out of the picture. So his daughter. OK, I'll have to uh, just bear with me for a second. So they have a daughter together who was a teenager. Tara is not actually her mother. Her own, uh, the, Aaron's mother died when she was a baby. Or very young. Right. So, but uh, she pretty much says that uh, she's the only mother Aaron's ever known. So, uh, unfortunately, I guess I was thinking when I watched this the first time, I thought, why? You should have adopted her.
0: Right. Do, when I you guess g- and then you, seems would, then you would, would have, be. like,
1: real parental rights. But,
0: that seems uh, that would have happened. Right. But, like. I, but I no, know. it
1: doesn't seem like it. Because uh, James... Uh, it says, you know, get out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not that mean. He's just confused. No, he he's, said, he's, he's, he's distracted.
1: Confused. He's, he's just plays a executive who's busy and wants somebody else. So James asks Tara to leave town for a while, just go somewhere so that uh, Aaron can kind of bond with his new girl. And Aaron's not too crazy about this She because this is her mom. This is the only mom she's known. So rightly so. Uh, you know, she's not happy. But uh, Tara decides, you know, it might not be a bad idea. She remembers this place that she went to as a kid in Montana for a, uh, for a camp and just for a few weeks, and it's always stuck with her, so she's decided to go back there to find it and rediscover her roots and, or at least her happiness. And so uh, she takes off. She, I guess, drives. She drives because, all the yeah, way from New York. to New York City, which, of course, that's no big deal for us. We've, driven, we've done that many times. It's a long drive in a convertible. Uh, well, at least from Colorado to, to New England. But she drives out there and rents this gorgeous house. And, uh, it's next to, uh, you know, she rents a beautiful, it's a ranch and it even has chickens and it has a neighbor who's a widower with two young boys, uh, who's also the town sheriff, Boone Taylor, um, really Sheriff Taylor.
0: Sheriff Taylor. So I know where we. I picked that immediately. Like Sheriff
1: Taylor. I guess it was an homage. Maybe it was a subliminal. Could have been. Uh, uh, Sher- a nice Sheriff guy. Taylor. Anyway, he's played by the amazing Kevin Smith, and he's pretty easy on the eyes. And all of his friends want to fix him up with someone new, uh, since he lost his wife, um, Cora, and uh, obviously he's still hurting a bit from it. But he seems like he might be ready to move on because uh, Tara kind of piques his interest. So Boone and his sons, who are Griffin and Fletcher, they're, even though they're still healing, Tara soon wins them over with her kind nature, her grit, her determination. And she's a teacher, so... And she's a teacher. Yeah, she knows how to and play she can with, work play, with kids. And she can play, you know, soccer and... Yeah. Uh, handled chickens and um and, <laughs> not, and, in jo- not in her job not in her job description yeah. but she's and, she's good at it and she can uh, ride like the wind yeah so uh on she, a horse Tara yeah Tara also makes friends with Casey Elfman played by Michelle Harrison who is a country music star living uh, kind of on the quiet in this quiet little town yeah and uh I wanted to get away from Nashville Which we've done. So there you go. Yes. So we can relate to that. So, yeah. the, uh, you know, there's a lot of great supporting cast in this movie. There's Aaron, who's the teenager, played by?
0: Uh, Cassidy Nugent. Thank
1: you. And she, of course, is the daughter. And she comes to visit Tara when she really refuses to go to camp in Maine. I love the, the line, my favorite line. I'll be miserable in Maine. Well, I grew up in Maine, <laughs> and I went to a lot of camps, and you actually would not be miserable. You weren't miserable, okay. But typical teenager, I don't want to. Uh, but she finds herself in peril in this movie at some point. Uh, actually, Parable and, is the name yeah, of the town. And, yeah. Not when, peril. No, she finds herself in peril.
0: Oh, oh, a peril. Oh. Ay, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: When she doesn't want to go back to her dad, she runs away. Anyway, you have to watch the movie. We're not going to spoil it all
0: no except
1: no. i will say they find her but there's a lot of uh kind of i would call them b stories but they're they're not really even b stories in this case not yet so but they're they're all done really well there's a lot of great supporting cast there's the uh you know and a lot of good sub stories in sort of a you know the dad's moving on in both cases with aaron's dad with peter benson with james and with uh, Cavan's character boone they're they're all starting to move on so the kids are not having it not not handling it well uh but it leads to some great conversations and uh you know ultimately this is just a really good old-fashioned romance with two great leads in a gorgeous location and shot really well and you know the, the the burning question at the end is you know will tara stay or will she return to her old life in new york city
0: yes this is another great movie made in british columbia uh, the main uh, locations were Abbotsford and Agassiz, and those are towns just east of Vancouver, uh, closer to the mountains. So, yeah. and so Agassiz does a great job doubling for Montana. Uh, Montana. It really looks it really great. Does. It does.
1: Really looks great.
0: And I think the the ranches and some of the other lo- other locations are in Abbotsford. But we've been to Abbotsford many times.
1: Many times. Never got yep. to
0: Agassiz, but we've been to Abbotsford.
1: But, yeah, uh, and uh, the uh, it, it's a little bit more hilly than on the coast and it looks really nice
0: yeah it does so there's a lot of movies made there so they they made good use of those locations um and and i
1: I just want to say that i was really impressed because there are three things that we're really picky about when we watch a movie the one of course is the movie itself it's you know how well it's shot the script the, the story and all that but when it comes to details like um you know are they attempting to portray video in some sort, of or film, or film production, or, yeah, or whatever, movie making. Uh, or, another yeah. is um, you know music. Yep, that's how a big do they one. portray the music in it? And the other one is is horses because we've been uh, you know filming and videoing horses for twenty years.
0: I would say the other thing that we're a little tough on sometimes is small town life because we lived in a very small mountain town for many that's years. That's true. That's in true. In Colorado, that seems very similar to what this yeah. parable town is. It does, so, and
1: I really enjoyed that. It's a little like visiting our old hometown. Yeah,
0: I mean we remember we knew the sheriff. We knew oh, the yeah. police no, I mean,
1: that, that's not to say we ever we knew got the pulled mayor. over. You know? No, but we knew <laughs> the mayor, you know. you know. It was on the good side of the law. But, yeah, we knew we could walk into our representative's office or, or county commissioner or town council. We could just walk in and, they, and say, hey, how's it going? Hey, or sit down, let's talk, you know. Yeah, it really it is different, yeah. It's very different, and uh, quite often we would see people... Uh, the same people at the post office, and then we'd go to the grocery store, and they'd they'd be the same people there, too. I mean, we always said it was like living on a movie set.
0: It was like these were extras, (laughs) same cars, same people. But we did get to know people, and they got to know you. And so some of that, I thought, was captured fairly well in this movie. Yeah,
1: I think so. We actually knew a a few of the school teachers, too. That's true, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the biggest thing about, uh, well, first of all, let me say that... uh, Emmanuel really can ride. She's a she's a looks like a very competent rider. And uh, but not like a professional rider but like a reasonably seasoned rider. Well, you know I, did,
0: I looked up a couple of facts and she's an award-winning rider. She started right she started riding in 2010.
1: Well, then she is. And good. she's
0: won some events, you know, as a rider in, uh, in Burbank and down there in California, so. Wow. Well,
1: she but she is really good. What's funny is when they get on the horses um, it's pretty obvious even though Kevin Gets on the horse that he is not. A well, rider. he's
0: ridden a horse in "When Calls the Heart." Yes, Come on. but
1: when they race across, that is not him. I, I don't know. Guarantee I don't you, it's know. not him. Maybe. You ever notice? You never see his face. That's but with her, you see her face. It's her you riding, see her riding? For sure. But yeah. you only see the back of Kevin yeah. or okay. whoever it is. So that is not him. I guarantee you. Okay, fine. Uh, but when he rides in the second movie that we're going to talk about, which we won't give that away, he he actually is riding, and you know they're going very slow.
0: So You're saying why. he's in the second movie we're going to talk about, but we're not going to talk about it now because it's going no, to get something No, and we're not away. going to
1: talk about why he's writing oh, got it, it oh, spoils okay. it. No. So anyway, back to part one here. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, I mean, the biggest thing I liked about this movie is, well, let's see, we didn't talk about the music. Oh, right. we Got to talk about the music. So in the music part of it, we've got Casey Elfman, who is played by Michelle Harrison. And we're going to talk about her because she's fantastic.
0: She's a terrific so yeah, actress. She just
1: immediately grabs you. If
0: you have seen, uh, watched Hallmark for years, you've seen her many times in all different kinds of movies. She's been in a lot of the mystery movies. Uh, she's been in the Christmas movies, you know, you've seen her, and she's just really, really great. She has had her own band before, so she, she is a musician.
1: And Michelle, she just embodies a, a really cool performer. I would go see her band. And Well,
0: it's kind of it, similar to us. She uh, uh, ha- is in a band with her husband, Matthew Harrison, Who's an actor you are also going to recognize if you saw look him up and see who he is you see him all the time on Hallmark but they they have a band together and he's a musician so yeah.
1: I really want to I really want to go see them play sometime that it would, would really be great I'd get yeah. a double bill
0: yeah there you go there you go you get uh, two Harrisons for the price of one so but yeah so she's really great in the movie and really lends uh, an air of authenticity when we lived in our small town. There were a couple of famous musicians who lived in that small town. That's true. So.
1: One of whom was uh, the, the great Dan Fogelberg. Dan Fogelberg
0: lived in in the, outside of our town. So uh, it's not unusual that uh, a known artist will move to a smaller town to kind of get away from the big city. That's and that's true. exactly what this character does yeah. in the movie. So.
1: And her character is just really great. They kind of build it in, in Big Sky uh, River 1, I guess we'll call
0: it. Yeah, we'll call it 1.
1: 1.0. And, uh, but she has just, uh, she just jumps off the, I mean, I can't, she's so watchable.
0: I would like to mention again, I mentioned at the beginning, Graham uh, Coleman, who composed the score. I love a movie that has a, an original score to it. This movie has got a great score. I mean, it uh, really does. Graham is fantastic, uh, a composer for these movies and you've seen his name a couple of times too, but in this movie, he's just right at home with what he's doing. It's really well done. Yeah. So.
1: And the, the DP on this one. And whoever's framing up everything, I guess it would just be Sean Seifert. Yeah. Um, again, the the color, and that that goes back to color correction too, and and what they're doing in the in the edit, but just everything. There, and they also had some really cool, clever shots, like uh, things in the foreground that they would shoot through, like a window frame or just the, you know, whatever foliage or whatever it is. I mean, there was some things that they did to layer the shots really, really nicely right. that, you know, just think, gave it such yeah. depth.
0: And, and, and uh, you know, lastly for me is the director. Peter Benson, of course, an actor you've seen many times, really has turned into a fine director. And, and you can tell that because he's an actor, he's really good with the actors It just, there's one scene just makes me tear up every time I watch it. Even when I watch it again, kind of brings tears to my eyes. He's just really good. He's really good with the kids in this movie. Um, Oh, yeah. And really that feeling of father, son and a uh, mother-daughter that he, he understands that and um you know just the way those scenes are directed I don't know what he's doing to pull it out of him but he he does
1: he's good he just gets the right yeah I, and of course Kevin I mean I I you have to give him credit for playing this role I mean he's he's so warm and he's so um I don't know it, it's like transparent in a way in in what he's feeling.
0: Right, and he's very different than when you see him in When Calls the Heart. In this movie, he really gets to stretch out and become a a really uh, multi-layered character. And that
1: is why, Hallmark, we think this could be your next uh, Chesapeake Shores. This could be a series. It really could be a a series. It's like a heartland, but without the horse training. Right, right. Although, you know, hey, you could add that in later. Yeah, there's Uh, a lot of places you could go with this, Erin could uh, become, you know, she's a horse girl. She could become like the Amy of, you know... Big yeah. Sky River. So, hey, don't uh, don't count this one out. It, it really should be a series, and uh, there's so many great sub-stories you could have to... Because one of the things in a, in a good series, you have to have enough characters to be able to dance around a little bit. And, I mean, think of it, you know, what you could do with uh, the Casey Elfman character, you know, going right. on tour or not going on tour. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things. So, uh, you know. So think about that, Omar. Really.
0: So, uh, anyway, Big Sky River... Highly recommended. Catch it on Hallmark Movies now, and of course Hallmark will rerun it too. We saw it just was on uh, recently too uh, on on the, that's on the true. and remember it's on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries where this this movie is. So.
1: Oh, that's true. So uh, and and of course we can't uh, end this segment without talking a little bit about the music because they do have some some uh, at least one or two really cool little songs that they do. I think uh, Casey performs a couple of them, and then one of them is sort of the theme song. So let's see if I can. Get yeah. So what
0: you? Uh, let's just like. like it's the end of the movie. All of a sudden, and here comes the last song.
1: What if I run? What if I stay? What if we take the time to work it out, not let it slip away? What if I try? What if it hurts? If we lay it on the line. But if I-
0: Hallmark Cafe is brought to you by Rolling Home Records, the home of original music by Michael and Diane Killen. Visit rollinghomerecords.com to find streaming links to your singles and tracks from their albums. And be sure to find Diane's single, Tonight I'm Gonna Fall in Love, as featured in the Hallmark movie, Where Your Heart Belongs, on your favorite streaming platform. Now I'm
1: learning that a voice like yours Can harmonize with one like mine
0: Okay, we're back for dessert, and I'm just trying to guess what that's going to be.
1: It's called Big Sky River, The Bridal Path. It's the sequel, or episode two, as we like to call yeah. it, in the non-series. Although, sometimes I feel like I want to call it Virgin Big Sky River or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so easy. But, uh, no, this is uh, this is the sequel, The Bridal Path. Everybody was waiting for it. And, uh, you know, sequels are funny things. They can either really really hit or they can miss it can be bad big time big yeah. sky time yeah so but in this case it was a big hit and we big had hit. no problem adding this one to the menu this week and we highly recommend that you watch both these movies watch them back to back pick them up on hallmark movies now so there's no commercials and and you know you'll be happy you will be happy I'm not sure that this one is on Hallmark Movies now yet. It's not there yet, no. Because it usually takes a little of, bit of time. As of this
0: recording, it's not there. So. So.
1: But, you know, by the time you listen to this, it might be a while down That's the road. True. So go Could and look. Yeah. Go and look. So what are the ingredients on this one, Michael? Well, They're probably you know, not really that much different.
0: Surprisingly similar to the first movie. Again, directed by Peter Benson. Uh, Linda Lale Miller wrote the book, of course. But again, this teleplay was written by J.P. White. The producer is Charles Cooper. The composer again, Graham Coleman. But this time, we have we have Graham and Nelson Talbot as the cinematographers, and they're a twin brother team of cinematographers, which is really great.
1: I think that's so That's really that's cool. So cool. I, they grew well, up... We, we th- kept looking at it. Are uh, we seeing double on the screen? Because we saw two tablets, and yes, we were seeing I, double. I, 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 looked, I
0: looked them up, and they've wanted to be cinematographers since they were little boys, and so they went to school, and they've been doing it for years now, and they are the cinematographers on this movie. And, can, it, and a fantastic job, too. Yeah.
1: I can only guess, though, because there was a lot more use of the drone in this one, and I can only guess, and it was good, mm-hmm. I can only guess that one of them has a specialty in drone like, you know,
0: photography, well, yeah. whatever. But Either I'd way, like
1: to, yeah. I wish we could ask him that. Maybe. They'll well, call maybe us. we will. So. Maybe they'll yeah. Call us. yeah. So they're probably listening right now. <laughs>
0: right? I'm sure they are. <laughs>
1: We think lots of people are listening. <laughs> all two of you out there, thank you for listening. So th- this one, uh, any anything else? Any other unusual? Uh, well, it same was... Same editor, same everything? It or? was the
0: same. It was in the same uh, locations that the first right? movie was yep, in. Yep. And so it gave you all the same uh, location feels that the first movie did. Yeah,
1: they were able to acquire the same uh, location, like the houses and... Oh, like yeah, that, and so. the,
0: the exact same cast with a, yeah. new, a new edition, which we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, it was like uh, going back to Big Sky River so, One. Only it's Big Sky River Two. So there so you go. B-
1: before we talk about the the movie though, I would like to talk about the author of the books a little bit. So you had a couple. You found a couple of things like she's written a zillion books. She's
0: written over a hundred books, mostly to do with Western theme uh, stories that take yeah. place out in the American West, whether in the past or contemporary. And uh, she's really quite accomplished. And this is from a series of books. Uh, called the uh, the Parable Montana series, I think. Right. They're a series of big Sky books, uh, big Sky River books. And uh, so this second one seems to be a book uh, based on maybe one, I think there's one called the Wedding or something like that. So obviously, yeah. so and they're I'm following an, along what the characters do in the books.
1: Yeah, I'm an avid uh, uh, reader, and I, I love historical romance. Um, I, I like the heavier weight ones, you know, like Outlander, and which you can't really call it totally historical romance but things like that that I have a little bit so I, i'll have to look her up because I, I seem to have missed her on the way yeah i've been more She's into that uh, many. M-
0: more into hysterical romance hysterical. But, uh, yeah i but noticed that about you. the interesting thing about uh about uh, the author here's her I, I was reading about her father was a town sheriff so well, makes it makes sense I Wonder sense. if his
1: name was sheriff taylor
0: i don't know what
1: <laughs> well I, I don't
0: think and what it, is wasn't he also a cowboy name, but, Uh, Yes, he was also a rodeo uh, writer and a cowboy. cowboy. So, you know, so she obviously had a lot of things to base what she's written about on. And uh, so here we have uh, this, uh, our hero of this movie and the story is, of course, a sheriff. So
1: Yeah, he's not so much a cowboy, but, you know.
0: Well, you know, he's got horses, so. Well, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. that's true. We haven't seen the cowboy side of him yet. You know, maybe that's going to show up. So so
1: what happens in the sequel, um, our fabulous leads return, Kevin Smith and Emmanuel Vaugé. And Peter Benson, of course, and the gang is all back. Uh, In this sequel, the conflict starts early where, you know, it starts out in New York City. Aaron's father, James, is having a big gender reveal party, and he kind of steps in it big time when the new baby's gender is revealed to be a boy. And he says, Oh, the son I've always wanted, well, with Aaron standing there. And you can imagine a young teenage girl, she didn't take that very well. She kind of missed, he didn't mean what he sounded like he meant, but, you know, she kind of, uh, it didn't, it kind of ruined her. No, weekend, it did. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, so that's kind of an ongoing thing. Can they get back together? You know, on the same, on the same team, so to speak. Yeah. But uh, and right away, uh, it's revealed a major B story in this one is apparent as Casey, the country star songwriter, she gets a visit from her songwriting partner Peter Allen Crow, uh, and who is out of Nashville, and he's played by Mark hildreth and she he appears to help them you know to co-write the new album um now casey it's revealed that casey had a major crush on him uh, but he was married so there was no going there uh, but now he's not married anymore so it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, what transpires there in this movie uh now tara is teaching school locally now and um, you know, she's also teaching the boys and Aaron, his, Boone's boys and Aaron. So that's kind of interesting. And yep. Dawson and all the, all the, all the guys are there. All the people are there. Um, now, uh, she, she's kind of waiting for Boone to propose
0: basically. Right. She, they've
1: been dating a while. They live next to each other. They spend all this time together. Uh, but he has not proposed, but you know. Well, as, and which
0: means if they, she spent all this time together, so she's actually made it through a Montana winter. So I would say yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. so if she's, she's still, still there, there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but uh, you know, Boone, we don't have long to wait because, uh, and neither does she, because Boone is, uh, so he has a clever way of proposing and uh, they're engaged. And now the real work starts because it's very realistic how these, uh, now they have a blended family to discover, I mean, it's all right. fun and games until you know the ring goes on the finger and they start living together. Cause then it's you know you got two boys, one girl, and you know. Well, they're not living too, together yet, but they're. No, they, that's what I'm saying is once they decide to yeah, live together yeah. in holy matrimony, which is there's no you know, swearing homework. on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: did
1: not say that. So the the boys, the young boys, Griffin and Fletcher, of course, you know, uh, Griffin actually is is all for it. He's younger and he's he's a little. You know, he's like, hey, maybe. Cool, man. Uh, Fletcher, not so much. He's uh, he's thinking. Well, he remembers his mother. Yeah, more, he doesn't. So. Yeah, and he doesn't want to have her replaced. Um, then there's a, the whole deal of you know co-parenting. I mean, that's a big enough deal in itself. And obviously, they have a little bit different styles. Tara and and uh, which is revealed boom. in the movie. You know, it's so. a it's
0: a really kind of a realistic look at what this would be like if you were going to be doing this.
1: Right. Then, so. And the, there's and plus there's you know she's marrying a lawman. Who has a schedule of his own sometimes? So there's a lot of things they have to work out. Um, there's also a new player on the scene, Matteo, who's an exchange student uh, from where was he from? Spain. Spain. Yeah, I think so. Who drives uh, a
0: spiffy uh, like 1964 Falcon convertible? You know it's a nice how he got that car? We don't know. Well, but it
1: belonged uh, to the people he's staying with. It's a beautiful
0: car. Yeah, yeah. Did so. he say that? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. There you go. Well, wow! They gave him—they gave him a you know, I know. classic car to drive I around. I now that's to, trust. I
1: whatever. wanted to look up and see would an exchange student be able to drive in this country, even if he has his license in the other country. I'm not sure. That's um, a good question. that's yeah, so. yeah, a good question. But uh, anyway, we talk about this because uh, it does create a bit of an issue with um, with Boone and Tara when he starts questioning Mateo about taking out Aaron in the car. You know, are you old enough? Do you have your license? Do you know what you're doing? You know.
0: does that car even have seatbelts, which I doubt, but, uh, so, you know, he tells so, them to put know. them on anyway. So uh,
1: so, uh, and, and I just as an aside, I think he was perfectly right to ask all those questions. I would have. Yeah, he's, because he's right. He's seen a lot of things happen. He's a sheriff, you know, he's well, would you like
0: would you let your daughter drive off in a mid 60s car? That's a convertible that possibly doesn't have seatbelts. No. So I don't think I would have. So. I don't know.
1: I think when I was that age, it didn't matter. Well, that's because mid-60s
0: cars were new then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. They didn't have set <laughs> and nobody cared. So, uh, yeah. So the, uh, you know, the question is, can they blend these two families? Can they, they decide to, that they're going to get a, a new house because they're not all going to fit in Boone's house. And they decide, probably rightly so, that it might be good to get something new that they can all live together as, as, you know have a new start. Something that there's no memories attached of. of And I think that's that's a good thing. thing. I agree with that. And
0: they go to a house to look at a house and he says. Oh,
1: uh, I just thought of something. What's that? That's why it's setting up for another sequel because they're going to be in a different house because they probably could only get these houses for this movie.
0: Oh. So now
1: they can be in a different house and they can even actually be, even though they pick out a house in this, it It could could be be a different different house because they could say, oh, that house fell through. That's right,
0: you but know. they go to a house, and, the, and I think they stand there in the front, and they look at the house, and say, this is the house of, former house of uh, Travis and Sarah McKillen, which I thought oh, I, was
1: I great. thought, it's our name. That was our name with it's a Mick house. on it. Well, I thought, you know, McKillen, McKillen. McKillen. a lot of
0: people have called me that over the years, so I thought, you know, so I thought that was kind of cool. Well, yeah. you're not the people you know, but oh, that, uh, the, other, the, the other people the other know, people, The other people you know. <laughs> no, uh, I mean younger, when I was younger, so yeah, but anyway, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So uh, the other thing that happens is, you know, Aaron spends a lot of time with Mateo and uh, driving around in Dawson. As you remember from the the previous movie, it kind of has feelings he's for got a crush Aaron, on and, her. and they they actually get along really well together, and they they were kind of best friends until Mateo showed up. So he decides it's because he's not driving, so he decides to, you know, take out his parents' car or truck yep. for a, a joyride a and uh, to try to impress her. And and of course, who should he who should he drive past but Sheriff Taylor? Sheriff, T- no, th-
0: this Sheriff Taylor, not the other Sheriff, not the
1: Taylor. other, not the Mayberry Sheriff. Taylor, <laughs> this Our, our, our Sheriff Taylor. Sheriff Taylor, and uh, that sets up a, a couple of good scenes. Really good scene with him, and right? Dawson. That's a really good that's scene. A really good scene. Yeah, very realistic. All, yeah, all the scenes in this, and that's this is where I I still think this is Peter Benson's directing because everything is so just flat out honest and natural with all these actors. the The script is very very good, but um, it's I think it's his directing, and yeah. I, I think that's where the the real heart comes. Because you can have a really great script, but
0: you know, and then it can in, still be and terrible. yet again, there's another scene in this movie. It kind of makes me tear up. So I mean, that's how how good he is at uh, at working with the with the actors. You know, yeah. so yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's a it's a warm hearted. And again, I will say, how many times have I said it? This needs to be a, a weekly series.
0: Now, what did you think of the expanded role of uh, Casey Michelle Harrison? Oh,
1: I love that. That mm-hmm. was great because now we get to see this uh, really good looking and and. Uh, has a great voice. Um, Mark Hildreth, um, uh, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't mind me seeing that about him, but, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he you know, does not. He's, uh, he, he's, they are co-writing and they have some pretty good, simple scenes of co-writing, which are actually pretty decent, S- yeah, you know, yeah. they're really good. Um, I will say, uh, you know, he's not playing the guitar. I guess he doesn't play guitar. Um, but, um, you know, a couple of his hand positions were like, what? So, But, like, you know, he's pretty like,
0: good looking, so we were probably the only people know, looking an, at that. I the only so. ones
1: noticing. But the song they were singing was, was great. I yeah, love the, the song, song yeah, that he yeah. was singing to her. Yeah. And, um, but I just, I love that that aspect. And there's another scene with them where, you know, you, you have to wonder, you know they want to be together, but he wants, he's he's going back to Nashville, and she does not want to go. So you have to wonder, are they going to, are they gonna make it? You know, are they gonna make and it? And I have and to
0: say, you and I have actually had that discussion. Yeah. You know, oh, that's true. There was a point you know, when we were living up in the mountains. I thought, you know, we should go back to Nashville. Yeah, yeah. And you know that that it, it, sometimes I you, knew it
1: was something you really wanted to do, but yeah. I just did not want to go. Yeah.
0: See, and uh, I won. You won. You <laughs> held onto the doorframe like yeah, like yeah, she I did. <laughs> spoil it. No, it was no, really that great. Was later. I love that scene.
1: <laughs> actually, that was when he was leaving and she's standing in the doorway of this incredible gorgeous house that only a fabulously successful country star could own and uh, she's got one she's got a right hand on the door jamb and she's standing there and he's outside and she's just like hanging on to that door jamb I have to wonder was that Peter Benson who said hold on to that door frame and don't let go because it was like her anchor and that's just like this town parable is yeah. her anchor yeah so she, she that was really well done well I, I and I think
0: what really a great name for a town in a book in a fictional town in a parable? book parable what yeah. a great name yeah, you know because you know the, all, the, all the stories that that mean that that means something a parable. everything's a parable yeah. right so uh yeah. and i want to say about peter benson as well i we didn't say that in in the, uh, the main course section but you know fabulous job directing but he's also directing himself in several right. scenes right right and yeah. doing a great job with that and that's yeah. something that's absolutely not easy to do so my you know my hat's off to him on that so. yeah
1: but that's—I mean, you know—there's there, a whole lot of things. There is a kind of an all is lost moment in this one, where you know you just wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna get married. Uh, and we won't spoil the ending, but it is—it's uh, sweet and it's good and it's funny. And there's a lot to a learn one. from this show. I can see. I really want to spend every uh, one hour every week with them. Yeah,
0: i, I we are really serious about folks there at Hallmark. If you even possibly remotely hear this podcast. Uh, this would make a great series, and yep. I think people would really people would like tune it. in every yeah.
1: week. Yeah. You would have another runaway hit, just like Cedar Cove, just like Chesapeake Shores. You yeah. would have a hit. So, I,
0: I really do believe that because it. it's a timely show. Yeah, I think people can really relate to it. So yeah, so we say, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so
1: anyway, to end up today's uh, episode, I thought um, I'll just give it a shot here and try to. Um, what, what's the, the? There is one song in this one. The theme song seems to be. Uh, you know, all I need is you. Which is, um, it's uh, I got my capo on the wrong front. Um, She's using a capo, folks. Oh uh, yeah, cheat every time I can. So this one, it's it's a it's a sweet little song. They they write this and it becomes uh, you know, one of the things that's going to go on her album. So I thought I'd just we'll give it a go here. What do you think? Ready?
0: Yeah, that's how the movie closes out. So let's try yeah. it.
1: Don't leave glitter. Gold ain't nothing can be sold that'll make me feel like you do, and those bright city lights can shine for someone else tonight. Cause all I need is you,
0: all I
1: need is you, all I need is you, you, baby.
0: Folks, we're so glad that you've uh, listened to our podcast today. We've had a great time, and we hope you check out these movies. Don't forget to give us a nice review on Apple Podcasts if you go that way, and uh, if you're also uh, on Spotify, uh, check that out as well, and wherever else you can hear this. We're not really yeah, sure we can send hear us, this. Well, yeah. send,
1: send us a message on Instagram, too. I, I'm the one who, who checks that part of the yeah, equation, yeah. and or join our Facebook group, Yeah, and uh, let us know what you're thinking, what you, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, we're not going to do anything different, but (laughs) 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 I don't know who knows, but if you'd like to, you know, we do have albums. So if you want to support us, we don't ask for money, but if you'd like to buy an album, we certainly will send it to you. Uh, Right away in the mail. Yeah, so just look just for. Let us know. It. Just go in and send me a message on Instagram, and, yeah. and uh, we'll take care of that.
0: Yeah, and of course we're also out there streaming as the Killins, so check that out. So yep. thanks, folks. We'll see you next time on the Hallmark Cafe, where love is always on the menu. Hallmark Cafe is a copyrighted program produced by High Horse Productions. Our theme song was written and performed by Diane Killen, and the Hallmark Cafe illustration was created by Daniel Killen. Be sure to find Hallmark Cafe on Instagram and check out our Facebook group.